Well, 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 well. It's World Series time, folks. The Phillies beat our beloved Padres and the Astros swept the hapless Yankees. So now it's a seven game matchup between the best of the National League and the best of the American League. Winner take all, yada, yada, yada. It's going to be great. So let's turn it over to Ross and Kevin who are going to tell you all about it. Wow. So baseball. So how's everything going? You excited for this World Series? You know, well, we're still, you know, we we haven't talked in this format since um, the Padres and Yankees demise. That's so baseball. Yeah. Let's get into the World Series. We're bummed out. Not the Padres and Yankees. Take it from there. Um. Yes, absolutely. We got to get on, got to do a recap of the Padres series and the Yankees loss. Um, but before we do, I just want to, uh, you know, this is, um, this is going to be our World Series preview. I want to thank all of our listeners who have been joining us all season long. We love your feedback. We love your contributions, your questions, your emails. Um, shout out to, our number one fan, Abby, who um, is out in New Mexico right now. She's visiting Georgia O'Keeffe's house. Um, those pictures you posted on Instagram were just amazing. I'm glad you're you're getting to do that. Um, so that's that seems amazing. That seems super fun. Um, but thank you to all of our listeners. Ab, who's been a, a huge supporter and also a contributor and listener um we look forward to getting you back on the pod but for now thank you for all you've done for us um and sasha and dave uh we hope to have you guys back on the pod soon um maybe a world series wrap-up or uh, a fantasy preview whatever whatever strikes your fancy so anyway thanks to all of our co-hosts and super fans uh that we've had throughout the year um it means a lot kevin oh yeah sorry (laughs) come on i was dozing off there get with the program get with the program i opened with saying let's talk about baseball and then you went into like the office i know i had a little preamble that i I, had nothing against those people because they're all fantastic but everyone's fantastic so Let's talk about this. The the Astros have finally named their starter. Okay. They're going Lay it on me. Verlander. Yeah, big surprise. But as we know, as I texted you, he has a 0 and 6, 0 and 6. Yeah. And I think what was it like a 5 point something ERA, 6 ERA in the World Series. He has not been great in the World Series. Um And and we and we we pegged this a couple of years ago to the fact of that once he hits a certain number of innings pitched in a season there's a drop off, like an immediate drop off. Like he does great in the division series in historically you can look it up it's amazing that whatever it was. And in the the championship series, he's okay. But this year, maybe he flipped the script because he got ripped in the division series. So, well, um, I mean, this is a new and improved Verlander. He's coming off Tommy John. Second so time, have, right? They, he, they've been very careful with him this year. Yeah. Um, he hasn't had the same workload. Right. He's had, I mean, if you look at his years of health, right? Uh, 2017. 206 innings pitched, 2018, 2014 innings pitched, 2019, 223 innings pitched. Um, and then this year only 175. So they really pitched. they've really managed him. Yeah. They've yeah. they've uh they've done what they needed to do to reduce his workload and keep him healthy. So he should be fine for the World Series. Nothing about what Verlander does um, would not translate to the seven game series against the Phillies. He's going to be fine. And I, uh, I think the Astros are going to come out and grab game one here. Uh, I know Nola is great, but he's not going to be as good as Verlander. 
Yeah, I, I well, I it's a, it's an interesting matchup. I'm not uh, I can't say I I wasn't really excited. I'm kind of excited now because it it just is what it is, right? It's the Phillies and the Astros. Um, that's all that's down to. There's no one else involved. <laughs> well, like yeah, I mean, I was th- I was saying this to Dave earlier today. Um, we were playing catch at the old ballpark and talking about our our disappointment the the fact that the Padres didn't get through and um you know my my slight slight disappointment also with the Yankees not as it's not as strong as the Padres disappointment but anyway just like oh how do you pick yourself up and jump back in for a World Series that doesn't start for five days and uh it's none of your teams are in it it's two team one team just beat your your favorite team and the other team is like these cheating a-holes that nobody likes like how do you get yourself up for this world series well it's the world series okay so like it's like one of the biggest events in this country so like it's like a presidential election or a, a national disaster or you know like um or <laughs> men landing on the moon or uh you know what i'm saying like yeah you you, sure, you sure. just you watch the world series every year because that way you know what happened in every World Series. So nobody's going to be like, oh, remember in 22, game three, right? And you're like, didn't watch it. I was too grumpy about my Padres. I protested. That that doesn't really. really no. Happen. And also, I mean, just to keep it in perspective, the World Series is is interesting and unique. Basketball also does it, but and hockey but it's the seven games right like it's not it's not one off there's a lot of maneuvering around no other sport uh of those ones that i mentioned hockey and basketball starts a different important player in each of the games the starting pitcher yeah. is is a key ass you know part of the game asset of the game and um it's not the same one every night you know? And no, and no other sport does the outcome of one game so directly impact the the prospects for the next game. Correct. So if we can flash back to Game Three of the NLCS between the Padres and Phillies, the series was tied one-one, and this the the series moved to Philadelphia, and uh, Philly had a lead, and all of a sudden, um. Philly's manager, uh, what's his what? Uh, Rob Thompson. Ro- Robbie Thompson. Rob Thompson, not Robbie Thompson. Robbie Rob Thompson. Thompson. Sorry, Giants. Yeah, different guy. Yeah. Um. Went. Uh. Some say went like went for the kill. Uh. Utilized his top relievers for multiple innings. They said he's he's go- he's doing everything he can to win today. You know, tomorrow be damned. Blah 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 blah. And it, it worked. He won game three and shut the Padres down and the Phillies took a 2-1 lead in the series. Then game four to be a bullpen game, everyone's like, okay then. Well, the Phillies are going to be without their top relievers for this bullpen game in game four. None of the top starters were available for either team. So uh, that should have been a game for the Padres to just grab and take you know easily um i mean somewhat easily and looked like they were going to when they got out to a four nothing lead in the top of the first then in comes mike clevenger to give it all back so but had the padres been able to um pitch at least a little bit better that fourth game would have been easily theirs because of the way rob thompson managed game three so a seven-game series is exactly that. It's not the same five guys or same ten guys, whatever sport you want to talk about, going up against each other over and over and whichever way the puck bounces, oh, well, they got lucky. They were hitting threes, yada, yada, yada. Exactly. In baseball, if somebody plays, um, if a pitcher pitches you know, too much in game three, you're not going to see them for days. So this will impact the world series Houston has more depth in every position. And I think that will result um, not to give it away too early, but I think Houston have the advantage 
in this World Series? Yes. Baseball is multi-tiered chess. It's, there's, there's different levels to it, it uh, especially when you're in a series of this sort, seven games. There's a lot of strategy that goes into it. And like you said, you could play your hand early and take a chance to knock it out or it gets to bite you. Or as we saw with the Dodgers last year in their playoff run, use starting pitchers in ways they were never <laughs> used before and then create other problems like not enough days rest. Yeah. Bringing and then the they lead. suck when it's yeah. time to start. Exactly, because they're not in their in their normal rhythm. But the World Series has no normalcy to it anyway. It's it's just kind of it's you know, and it it's here we are. We're, we've got a team that won eighty seven games in the regular season out of one hundred and sixty two, and we have a team that won one hundred and six games in the regular <laughs> season out of yeah. one hundred and sixty two. Yeah. Um. But it's all even right now. Now the other part is we've got a team that hasn't lost in postseason yet. And that's the Houston Astros. And we have, uh, which is also the 116 and you've got the Philadelphia Phillies who've only lost twice and they've played more games because they didn't mm-hmm. get the first series off. So and- the Phillies have not played an elimination game if I'm correct. Right. Uh, because they beat the Cardinals in two games correct. and then they beat the Braves in four games. Right. No. And then they, three games. Yeah. Four games. Yeah. And then they beat the Padres in uh, four, uh, five games. Right. So the Phillies have not played an elimination game yet. Obviously the Astros haven't either. Correct. They haven't, haven't lost yeah. a single game, but yeah. Um, the fact that both of these series wrapped up on Sunday and the World Series isn't starting to Friday, I yeah. think that gives a little bit of help to the Phillies. Yes. Because um, they can now reset the same way that the Astros are able to reset. Now, the only, the only thing that... Um, it, it, the other part that's interesting is the Astros' bullpen um, has been kind of lights out for the most part. Yeah. Um, they they pitched really well. So the question is, does the time off help pitching and does it hurt hitting, right? Because hitting's about timing. Uh yeah. pitching's about resting, getting you know, being stronger, unless you're too strong and then you're overthrowing, which is another thing that can happen. But I think um I agree on on one level, but I, there's something the Phillies have and they've kind of, it's kind of started clicking for them is they've got some big bats in that lineup. Um, and I know the Astros do as well, but I think the Phillies bats are a little bit bigger. They're a little bit more robust. Um, I mean, if you want to talk about the Phillies lineup yeah. versus if you want to talk about the Phillies lineup versus the Astros lineup, they both, um, you know, bat the hell out of the top six. Phillies being Schwarber, yeah. Hoskins, Real Muto, Harper, Castellanos, Bohm, and then any combination of the bottom three, Stott, Segura, Marsh. Right. Um, you know, sort of being the 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 skill players, the middle infielders, um, not being quite as like, you know, heavy hitting as the top six. Then you go over to the Astros side, Altuve, Pena, Alvarez, Bregman, Tucker, and then at times that's kind of it, but then Guriel has sort of turned it around. So Astros also have a very dangerous top six. And then Mancini, who knows what's happening with him at DH. McCormick, their center fielder, hot and cold, kind of, you know, can can run into one, but not that great. And then Maldonado, Silver Slugger nominee, you know, genius catcher, but not exactly a, a, a scary hitter. So I, I'd say it's kind of even. The um, the Phillies have more balance in their lineup. They have one, two, three, four lefties, whereas Houston only has Tucker and Alvarez in their lineup as lefties. So I'd say the Phillies have more lefty-righty balance. But... Um, Overall, I think the two 
are equally threatening and e- equally intimidating. Yeah, I I think now the 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 Phillies have an amazing one-two starting pitcher, right? Right. With Nola and um, Wheeler. Right. Uh, and that's the and that's the way they're going. Nola is in a line potentially in alignment of going three games in the series. And I think, I think the Phillies would have to go that route. I don't think they can win if they don't do it that way. The old school way of have the, the game one starter also start game four and start um, or start game three, yeah, start game four and game seven. So um, that's, mm-hmm. the, that's the old, the old school, which, which this break has given them a chance to line that up. That's yep. that's actually probably the the biggest thing because if they played late into like a game seven while the Astros didn't, um, and they had to use Wheeler or Nola for that last game to beat the Padres, that would have that would have really affected the World Series. But here we have everything's kind of in alignment. I don't think I don't think anyone has any major injuries or missing something either. You know what I mean? I think everyone is. Yeah. Is there. No, these lineups are set. They're healthy. Yeah. They're clicking. Phillies bats are hot. We'll remain to be seen if they stay hot after yeah. a five day layoff. And you've got you've got Harper, who is, you know, the marquee player of this whole thing, right? They've been talking about Harper doing this since he was in like high school. Um, and now he's finally there, you know. Harper's uh, first World Series. Yeah. And first, and you know, he had never won a playoff series before. So this is uh, Bryce Harper, who was on the cover of Sports Illustrated as a 16-year-old, talking about this kid's amazing. Drafted by the Nationals, went to the playoffs with the Nationals, but never, like you said, never won a series. Yep. And then uh, left Washington after the 2018 season. Washington wins the World Series the year after he leaves, which was, you know, very confusing to some. Just desserts for others. Exactly. And then um, here we are. He signs with Philly in 2019. They don't make the playoffs for the next four years. And finally, 2022, here they are. Exactly. Exactly. And, and but it's a weird situation because this is a team that fired their manager June 1st. Your guy, Girardi. The guy that you booed, yes. The guy that Um, I booed, the guy that you didn't boo. Yeah, I didn't boo him because I didn't think he needed to be booed. Um, And then your booing got him fired. So um, meanwhile, booing Boone, you don't get fired. But (laughs) If I could boo Aaron Boone, I would boo him. (laughs) Try to boo him out of a job. Just take the N and the E off his name and there you go. the Yankees, so, what a train wreck. Anyway, even... let's keep focus here. Yeah, yeah. For... Anyway, so they fired their manager in, in early June, and now you know they've been a very hot team since. They went on a great streak right after that with Rob Thompson as their manager, as an interim manager. And here they are. They only won 87 games. Only, as far as I could find, only one other team won less games in a season. But in the AL, in the NL East, that's like winning 90 games or 95 games. Cause you think about how many games they had against the Braves and the Mets. That's a tough division. It's a tough division, but it's, it's just that this team did not play well throughout the year. It played well in the later part of the year. So there's a lot of similarities to the, the Braves who actually won the NL East last year with 88 wins. So, when when Blake Snell hit Bryce Harper on the hand and broke his hand, yeah, and Harper missed all that time, yeah, the Phillies plotted their revenge and they got their revenge against the Padres in the form of an NLCS victory. Yeah, I, although I don't think that was their whole mission in life, but I <laughs> I think <laughs> I think. I think that you had a team that had a lot of expectations going into it. Uh, by by June first, they hadn't met them, and I believe Harper hadn't been hurt yet. So no, uh, and then he got hurt not long after that, I believe. And and that team still was very successful and very much went on a on a on a great run. 
And it kind of shows you all about baseball. Baseball is, you know, it's, it's very streaky. It doesn't, it doesn't play to the, all the norms because you're not always good and you're not, and you, you can be great when you're not good. You know, Bucky Dent and other players have shown that over the years in, in these short-term playoff things. But I think here we've got this really big setup because on the other side, you've got Dusty Baker, who uh, now this team is their third uh, or second straight World Series appearance. Um, third, they were in the championship uh, game in the 2020 shortened season. Um, and, you know, Dusty Baker, he's never won a World Series and he's been managing for almost um let's see it would be 30 years now 93 so 93 was his first season when he managed the giants um so you've got the situation where you've got this one team that managed by a first-time manager who's hired as an interim manager june 2nd or june 1st or whatever and he gets the team in there with just winning 87 wins and then doing well in the playoffs they slayed one team that 100 wins Padres slate two um and they 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 made it and they're there and then you've got the other team that the managers never won the world series been trying to do it he's he's had he's there's famous incidents strung along the highway of dusty <laughs> baker not making to the world series and winning, i know and winning the world series including the first time when he took russ ortiz out in the sixth inning with a big lead um, of game six, or maybe it was a fifth inning, I forget, but yeah, took him, sixth, took, inning. sixth inning, took him out, didn't need to, he was grooving. <sighs> there you go. So that was 2002 against the angels. When against Dusty, the angels. Dusty yeah. had his first world series stumble. Yeah. And then of course stumbles with the nationals and the Cubs, the, the Bart, the, the Cubs. Bart. Yep. So yeah. I mean that's not his fault. But no, but anyway, you've you've if he's had his chances and and we've talked numerous times about this as a player manager, he didn't seem to get his groove on when he was critical moments in strategy games. Yeah, I mean and, when we were when we were watching the Giants in 2002, the things we were saying about Dusty Baker is like what we've been saying about Dave Roberts. Like he's he's a rah-rah guy. He doesn't quite get the strategic part of the game. Uh, I mean, granted, oh. in, the, in the next 20 years, he, he picked up quite a bit more acumen in, in the managerial. Well, it, it, again, and it's not, it's not just those two. There's numerous ones. I mean, Brett Boone also is – Aaron Boone, excuse me. Aaron Boone also is, is, is very similar. Um, he's a middle manager. In, you in know those... what I mean? He's just passing – He's just passing along the instructions from on high. Right. But I mean, Bobby Cox, even, you know, so it's not even, it's not even, you know, it, it doesn't have to be because no one's passing on any instructions. I don't think to too much extent with Dusty Baker, but there's, there's a bit of, of this, this kind of, you know, missing some things here and there, not, not, not picking up on them. And those things become really big. They, in, in a playoff situation, they get magnified because you don't have games and days and weeks to, to work them out. You know, yeah. it's, 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 if it's not working, it ain't working and it ain't going to change and you're out and then yeah. it's done. So, so that, but the, 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 what we're set with here now is, is pretty crazy because you've, got this place Houston and this ballpark minute made ballpark um bang the drum slowly ballpark um and it's going to be a madhouse in there and you've got Philadelphia who didn't expect to be there had no business being there up until kicking butt in the playoffs um and that's going to be a madhouse so we're 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 yeah. really we're really in for some insanity in terms of the pressures and the buildups, and that's why I hope I hope it's a long series. I hope yeah. it, I hope it gets back to Houston. What um, was the last World Series that went seven? Would that be twenty nineteen? Oh. Uh, twenty. I guess it was twenty nineteen, wasn't it? 
that was the Nationals Astros Game Seven was really fun. Right, um, and that was in that was in uh, Houston. Right, that was the year that the visiting team won all seven games. Correct. Yep. That was such a great World Series. 2019 was a special year. Yeah. Um, no, that was... Just the entire playoffs where the, the ball had been juiced the entire season. There was record number of players hitting career number of home runs. And then all of a sudden in the playoffs, they brought back some more deadened version of the baseball and the home runs just dried up. I mean, they tried to blame it on the colder weather or whatever, but like the ball was just not traveling the same way it was whether it was in Dodger stadium or who cares? Like it was, it was a crazy postseason, And all of a sudden, you know, uh, Juan Soto is hitting it onto the train tracks in Houston and everybody's going like, what the heck did he get one of the, uh, regular season baseballs? I mean, holy crap. So let's hope there's no, um, baseball controversy in this year's world series. Yeah. And, and the world series is, is, you know, um, it's remembered and people will talk about them. And um, I do think it's interesting that the Astros, if they lose this world series, let's just say that means they've lost three out of the last four world series. The Astros have to win this world series. But can they, that's the question. Of course they can. They're, They're stronger at every position. Yeah. But that, again, that, that, all that stuff gets thrown out because the pressure, I mean, the, the, if the Phillies are the true underdog, they have no pressure. And they have, and because again, the same thing, this is a team that won 87 games. They, you know, they, they've won nine games in postseason, right? In my math, that's more than 10% of their games they won all year. Um, and they, 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 they don't, they don't belong here. And they, they kind of, they know that they're in there and they're they're you know, so the pressure, I don't think they have as much pressure on them. I think the Astros have a lot of pressure on themselves for numerous reasons. Dusty Baker, um, the, the, the fact that they lost last year um, with pretty much the same team. I think there's a few, few Bregman's healthy this year though. That makes all the difference. It could, no, it n- could. no healthy Bregman. You're not going to win. Yeah. Well, I mean, they get beat by the Braves. I mean, and they didn't have Verlander last year. Yeah, I, yeah. And I just players. want to talk about I want to talk about the Houston Astros lineup. We already yeah. went through the lineup, but if you look at the pitching staff, yeah. okay, let's They're look at the rotation. Especially. Let's look at the rotation and the bullpen. Okay, you've got your starters who are presumed to be Justin Verlander, Framber, uh, Christian Javier, and Lance McCullers. So that's four extremely dominant pitchers who, who are fairly similar with the exception of the lefty Framber, but they all kind of throw like hard, like downward biting pitches. Like there's not like a big, like um, Clayton Kershaw, like looping curveball pitcher. Mm-hmm. There's they're they're all, they're all power pitchers. They're all slider guys. Like, you know, that it's um it's, it's power pitching kind of across the board um and then you go to the bullpen and you've got someone jose or kitty who could be a starter on any number of teams and the same with luis garcia who could be a starter on any number of teams and then the big four in the bullpen um presley montero hector norris and ryan stanick that is like a terrifying six seven eight nine if necessary bullpen so like you're just you're not getting an easy at bat against the astros no matter who you are or what inning you're batting in you're just not getting an easy at bat and like you could argue like the padres and phillies each had a a fair number of easy at bats where you're like well we we know what this guy's got we know you know we know what he's going to throw it's either going to be a change up away or fastball high in it like you know like some of the Padres and Phillies pitchers are, are fairly hittable. Whereas the Astros bullpen and starting rotation are just lights out from top to bottom. Yeah, no, that, and that, that is going to be a thing. If that continues, then, then the Astros don't lose anything. They don't lose a game. 
Right. That's but, what I saw a tweet today, and I, I apologize. I don't remember who said this. It's either going to be Astros in four or Phillies in seven, and there's no other possible outcome. Could be, could be the case. I mean, I, I, I would, uh, I would agree on that. I, I think, uh, I, I think the Phillies take the first game, though. Really? Yeah. Because Verlander is shaky, or what? Again, I think it's just more of the pressure. I think the the Phillies are a little bit looser. They had that crazy road trip to end the season. They left home like on September 17th or something and didn't come home for like mm. four weeks or something. Um, and they're so they have playing on the road, whatever. They're they're pretty well there's there's a bond going on with that team. And I, I just think I think their hitters are in good shape now again it's the five days off if they're off then that could be problematic um but i i do see it being i don't think it's gonna be low scoring let's put it that way i think the first game is going to be kind of a, a lot more mishmash than than really tight um i think game two will be tight but um i just think also i think there's just there's just a lot of pressure and uh i think I think we'll see more hitting, which is great. And that's, that's what I really liked about the, uh, the Phillies, some of the Phillies Padres games, there was, there was some back and forth hitting. And even in the end, in the Yankee last Yankees game, there was a little bit too. So um, I think we'll see more of that. Um, I think as this, the pressure, the pressure mounts uh, more hitting will actually happen, which is, you know, but that's just my, that's my gut feeling. Okay. So I could be wrong because I'm not basing it on any sort of like metrics or anything. I'm just basing it off of that's my feeling of where this is going. I see the Phillies just really their bats are coming alive. And that's something that's so the bats to, are alive. The yeah. bats either need to stay alive yeah. or the bats are gonna get cold and yeah. that will be a problem. Yeah. Like if I if I was as red hot as the Phillies hitters were yeah. on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, yeah. and then having to wait five days to play another baseball game, I would be a little bit worried. Yeah. Um, but I, I still think I think there's a bit of a swagger to them and they'll for sure. Uh, they'll They'll, I think they'll do okay because I think everyone's talking about the Astros pitching. I think that's what's on everyone's mind. I, I mean, look, they they had a one nothing eighteen inning game that they managed uh, against the Mariners in game game three of the uh, division series. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and th- their bullpen has given up very few runs in these playoffs. Um, you know, uh, but like Verlander got whacked early on. Yeah, um, by Seattle. And, by Seattle, and I think I think there'll be a, a little bit of that. I I just think I know his his innings have been managed a little bit, but I I still think that there's a psychological aspect to that as well. He knows it. Everyone knows it. You know, zero and six in the World Series. Um, it's a bit of a a bit of a thing. It's kind of like Kershaw was in the playoffs, right? Remember when everyone talked about that? He was terrible in the playoffs, and he finally finally turned the corner um, at one point, but. Uh, he had gotten rocked quite a bit, um, right? And so, yeah. Anyway, that that's that's my take. I don't I don't know if the Phillies have enough, you know, to go all the way. Um, it's I don't that, think they do. It's the third. In, it, it, if who's their third starter, right? Who is their third starter? Uh, it, it's Ranger Suarez. It's Ranger Suarez, and I think that's their one of their biggest problems. Um, they can't and then their fourth starter is no one. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I'm saying they're probably gonna go three starters, have Nola start game if there's seven games, have Nola start game one, four, and seven. And Wheeler Yikes. Wheeler for game two and six, which can be problematic as well because you can have like these, you know, short starts, all kinds of stuff can happen. So So uh, wait, you're gonna have Wheeler game you're going to have Nola go one, four, seven, and Wheeler go two, six, or two, five? Maybe when... maybe two, five. It depends. I mean, it really That's de- the old school blueprint is the one, four, seven. Yeah. Two, five, and relief in game seven. I know. That's why I would. it depends on what's going on. I may hold him for two, six 
to give Wheeler the extra day off since he's a guy who had arm issues in the off season. So it really depends, right? Yeah. Like if you're, if you're up, if you're the Phillies and after game four, you're up three, one, right. Or even, you know, uh, I, or even if it's two, two, um, you could still go, you know, somebody else on, on the next game. So, Mm. Um, it depends. There's a lot of variables there. I mean, maybe you're right. Maybe you do go two five, but uh, well, if you're facing elimination, obviously you go Wheeler in game five. But hopefully. you would think, but we would have saw Hater face. Um... Hey, <laughs> we're not doing a Padres post mortem, but no. Why the hell did Josh Hater not face Bryce Harper in that <laughs> goddamn it bat in the ninth inning or bottom of the eighth? Eighth, bottom of the eighth, which is the home team's ninth. <laughs> yeah you know what uh, yeah more static we can't hear you that's a good thing sorry um but yeah anyway so it's so there we are i mean i i think it's going to be really exciting i think these these fans are nuts um they they they're very low on my scale of good fans and when i mean good fans it's like <laughs> fans you'd like and fans you can hang out with. I've had some good, good things with Astro fans here at the ballpark in San Francisco. I had some really weird, bad thing with the Philly fans. Actually, I'd given up on the giants and I heard this Philly guy just like ripping on the giants. And I was like, you know what? And I started clapping in his ear and the giants won 11 to one or something. Right. So So I was talking uh, with my brother today. Yeah. He's, he's for the Astros. Okay. He's so angry with the Phillies and the fact right. that they beat up on our Padres that he's going full grudge and he's rooting for the Astros. And I have to say, I'm not too far behind on that. Like I, I, I want to see the Phillies get their comeuppance because, but then part of me is like they're likable. Um, they haven't won in a while. They they have a you know a fun team. So maybe maybe I am swayed over to the Phillies. Um, because the Astros are still those cheating bastards from 2017. Well, I mean, and, and there's the Dusty Baker factor too. I, I, it doesn't I'm, do anything for me. I don't care about managers winning. I, I know you don't, but <sighs> what I'm just saying is that that's part of the equation with the Astros. It seems like every player is talking about that. Um, I like I like Dusty Baker, but he still had a great career whether he wins a World Series or not. Right, I agree with that too, and. And I, I just, uh, yeah, I don't personally, like, I don't see myself rooting for the Astros. So, no, um, you know, I'm also a National League person, even though what does that mean with the DH in both leagues now? Not a hell of a lot. Um, but, you know, I'm definitely more national. Uh, I'm also old school eight. Phillies fit that. They're part of the original National League eight. Um, right. So, you know. But tradition. I really don't care who wins or loses. I want to see exciting, close, well contested ball games. Um, And that's really all we want out of our World Series is memorable moments. Like, I wasn't rooting for the Cardinals or the Texas Rangers when what's his face hit the ball off the wall and Nelson Cruz didn't catch it. Yada, 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 yada. Yeah. Um, The most exciting baseball game ever played. David Freeze hit a home run. Freeze, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it's more just that was one of the most memorable moments in postseason history, yeah. at least that was televised uh, in our lifetimes. It might have been more memorable moments. Oh, there, in, there, I mean, there's been a lot. Even 1960 or whatever. But well, like, even, you know, Carlton Fisk hitting the home run. And, yeah, there's been a ton of memorable moments, but. Yeah. That 20 was it 2010 or 2011? I can't, I think it was 2011. 2011, yeah. yeah that game point. six, that game six in 2011 was just unreal. It was a great game, truly unreal. And you know, the Mets in uh, in 1986, yeah, game six against the Red Sox, like that was just unbelievable. Yeah, no, and there's been there's been lots of them. I mean, the Yankees, uh, you know games too and in, in uh, what's when uh, Jeter hit the home run um you know killed the end of the game right there uh so yeah it's it is 
it's great and I'm really looking forward to it and I'm just going to enjoy it for what it is and take every little moment, focus on it, give it its due, right? You know what I mean? Give it its proper attention, not, not tweeting or doing other stuff while watching the game, or, <laughs> you know, second other. What, I, I feel attacked. What are you talking about? I no. always tweet during the game. Oh, that's well, part. That's part of my community. It's I don't like, know. I, I only get your text. So I don't. I'm not on Twitter. But yes, I, all, you are. All I'm saying is that you. I folk. If if people focus on the game, this is this is my my push and my my ask is focus on the game and all the strategy behind the game, like we talked about earlier about things that happen in game one. You know, even if you're losing in game one, big. You want to try and get into that bullpen. You want to try and make them bring out their closer so you can chip away at the time that he's got, make him a little tired. And yeah. And these are all the things that really come into play in these type of things. And the, the thing I would I would also hope this mother mother wish is that it's not a home run derby, that that there's exciting plays where the ball gets put in play. Yes. You know? down the line and the thing the problem is i think both these ballparks are kind of home run parks i mean especially yeah but the the world series is always a ball put in play type of game type yeah. of series because it's almost november and yeah it's colder and the ball doesn't carry and yeah so you have to sort of string base hits together and put the ball in play you can't just hit these mega home runs in the world series that's that's not how you win the World Series, and yeah, it, but that ballpark in Houston, um, it's got a roof, and uh, although I think it, last year it was open, wasn't it? When when the guy from the remember that that Solar hit that home run that like landed in I don't know landed in the Gulf of Mexico, I think. But let's just hope Houston does not have the roof open anymore games because that is just ridiculous the wind currents that it creates. Yeah, I mean, well, the we're going to see weather in Philadelphia. I'm sure there'll be some issues there in terms of rain. Oh, um, really? It, yeah, I think I, I haven't looked at the schedule, but I just I'm just saying that historically there has been. Um, if you recall, remember they were playing the Rays. Oh my God, they had to actually <laughs> make up the part of the game because they had to stop it. Like, right? Yeah. I'm oh my God, that, that was so crazy. Um. So hopefully, I feel that like um, we'll I see. feel like every baseball stadium that's built from here on out is going to have a roof. Um, they're just unless it's like California or whatever. But like on the East Coast, no one will build a baseball stadium without a roof. And I know the Yankees just built theirs in two thousand eight. Camden Yards isn't that old. Uh, Nationals Park isn't that old. But like. I feel like the next wave of baseball stadiums are all going to have retractable roofs, uh, whether that's in the next 20 or 30 years. But these rain delays on the East Coast are just preposterous. Yeah, I mean, I'm just looking at it here just to remind everyone of how insane this was. Um, so game five, Phillies versus the Tampa Bay Rays uh, in 2008, excuse me, 2008 season. Um they suspended the game in the top of the sixth on October 27th. And they restarted and completed it two days later on October 29th. Yeah. And so you had this really weird situation. It's not ideal. Yeah. And so, so hopefully that doesn't happen, but uh, we are dealing with Philadelphia and that was, and that game, by the way, was exactly on October 27th, which was today. Happy birthday uh, to LB, by the way, October 27th. And my grandma Estelle, may she rest in peace. Um, so, yeah, October 27th, big day. Yeah. For uh, um, Do you want to talk about the Yankees meltdown and how much they suck and like the, no because i think i think that's i think we we're, we're here's we're focused on this this is what i'm saying and no hot stove chatter right world series right. no it's like it's all about the game i think last year we had a really good me and you and i think um uh, sasha and your brother had a really good uh tech session going during the game about the game i think that was really cool at some points um yeah but but it's like you know, 
the the strategy that's there's so much to it and all these guys and these players have been there before i mean the astros have so much experience in the world series so much you know this is for some of these guys this is their what fourth world series let's take a look at who on the phillies has been in the world series okay schwarber yes hoskins no real muto no harper no Castellanos, no. Bohm, no. Marsh, no. Segura, no. Stott, no. Let's look at who on Houston has been in the World Series. Altuve, yes. Pena, no. Alvarez, yes. Bregman, yes. Tucker, yes. Gurriel, yes. Mancini, no. McCormick, no. Maldonado, yes. So you have a lot more World Series on the side of Houston. Now let's take a look at the Phillies pitching rotation and bullpen. Uh, do we have any post um, World Series experience? Maybe David Robertson. Did he? Yeah. Maybe, um, I think he, he was, was he with the Cubs. Maybe. And then Syndergaard with the Mets um, in 2015 got his can shook. Yeah. Um, and that's probably it. So you're looking at a very inexperienced World Series wise on the Philly side. So yeah, they gotta they gotta get their bearings real quick. Yeah, what about what's his name? Did he play in the? Um, well, the Phillies do have um, Alvarado. I think he played. Oh no, he did not play in the World Series. He did, he was on that Rays team, but he didn't play in the World Series. Right. Um, okay. So, but yeah, no, it's it's it, and you've got you've got a manager who never met. He hasn't even managed the full season in the MLB. <laughs> yeah, but he's been around the game for so long. Oh, he's long. been around the game, all right. Because he was like an old bench coach for the Yankees, right? Yeah, and, through so, the whole dynasty years. Yeah, so I mean, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of good good stuff going. And also, you know what? Some of that stuff is overrated. Um, I think I think once you're there, especially these days with the playoffs the way they are. Um, you've been through so much up to this point that, you know. yeah, no, you're there, you're established, you're on a hot streak. I mean, if you're in the world series, that means you've beaten uh, a bunch of teams on your way. So both of these teams are coming in essentially red hot Astros. Haven't even lost a game yet in this. Yeah, season. no. And, and that could be something that could make them the best team ever in the playoffs. So, um, it, it could be, could be interesting. Uh, the other interesting little side note is that the Phillies clinched their playoff spot in Houston um, in the last week of the season there. Right. And they celebrated there in Houston in that Will ball. they celebrate again they in that may. locker room? The other funny thing is that the Rays also clinched their spot there. So the visitor clubhouse guy had his work cut out. because Yeah, two big they, cleanups. Two cleanups in like seven days or something. Um, so... We shall see, because uh, the Astros have not clinched any playoff thing at home yet in this run. Really? No, because they won in Seattle and they won in New York. I see. But where did they clinch their, like, Oh, division? I don't know. Well, where was, was it July or August they clinched it? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> All right. So, uh, you know, everybody enjoy the World Series. Thank you for joining yes. us. Thanks for listening. Um, it's been a great season, and we will check in with you a couple more times during this World Series to update you probably on the off days, probably Sunday and then uh, Thursday of next week. Um, and, and I'm going to ask you one question, though, before we leave, and I want everyone at home listening on their terrestrial radio. Um, to Who do you think is going to be that one player who is not a star but does something big. Doesn't have to be the MVP, but just someone who's not a star who comes through and makes some something that uh, people go, wow. Hmm. Okay, you're putting me on the spot here. Of course. Why not? Um, well, I'm guessing I can't say Schwarber because he's a star. Yeah. And he's so you're good. looking for a little more of an unknown. So I'll go with an, a little lesser known lefty on the Phillies, Bryson Stott. He's their shortstop. He's a lefty batter. He could run into one against one of the big Astros pitchers and come up with clutch hits the way Cronenworth did for the Padres. 
Um, so I'm going with Bryson Stott. Nice. That was my pick. What? Yep. That's one I Come was on. Pick. Yeah, that was who I was picking. All right. Well, pick somebody else. I'm going to go with Maldonado then. <laughs> I think the Astros catcher is uh, it, it, just another thing to watch for is watch his defense. But he can he can also run into a pitch and sneak up on someone and yeah and, uh, put pop put some pop on something. He's, he's done it already Yachty, in the playoffs. He's in the Yachty model. Yeah, he's not as good as a hitter, Yachty. But um, and that's why they brought in the other guy from the Red Sox, uh, Vasquez. Vasquez, who hasn't played that much because they need Maldonado behind the plate. He's their he's, yeah. He's their quarterback, you know, on that on that team. So. Uh, he's even gotten into it Verlander. Like they have a heated discussion about what they're going to do. So I know keep That's an eye fun. on that. that. He's, he's, he's amazing. And he's the only guy and I didn't see it, but I saw him try it on another game that when a ball was fouled off to, of him, he went diving for that ball to see if he can, he can get it before it hits the ground. So <laughs> yeah. like, he's a badass, and he doesn't yeah. get that much attention, but no. I think he's starting to get the recognition for just being a, brilliant tactician back there yes and just just uh just a, a gem i saw him warm up uh, in a game uh here in, in san francisco and just all the balls he was taking just hit off of him you know before he even starts warming during warm-ups yeah so he's out there getting ready oh, oh catcher warm-ups so, yeah, catcher yeah. warm-ups right and then he go but he they were knocking the guy was throwing the ball off him he was just it was just you know, grabbing it and bouncing it and everything else. So he's a madman. Yeah, it's good stuff. All right. Well, I'm with you. We'll catch up after maybe game two. Yes, and, Sunday. And and then we'll take it from there. And I just say enjoy it. And I hope there's a split in games one and two because that really always sets the table because it just it just squeezes it tighter and tighter. Because then it then you can say it's a five game series. <laughs> exactly. And then if there's if there's a three two, two, game series, three game, and then they get to the it's a one it's a, game. It's a winner take all yeah, game and then seven. It's an eighth inning, they're tied. It's a one inning game. Maybe. Exactly. Yeah. All, all right. Want. So That's enjoy the World Series. Um, we welcome your questions, your tweets, your emails. Hit us up on Twitter. And um, have, an, have a great World Series, everybody. Yep. Enjoy it. Okay. Bye, Kevin. Bye. See you. Bye. Oh, my God. It's so baseball.